0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life. What is going on, everybody? It is Monday, July 19, 2021. I am Vince Russo, and this is a little show called That's Life. And that's what we do on That's Life. We talk about life. We talk about our ups and downs. We talk about our daily walk. We talk about faith. We talk about things on this show that I believe are really, really important in life. As you guys know, I've been doing this show for about seven years now. I do this show because I believe that I was called to do this show. I believe that I am just a vessel for God to speak through me to reach those uh, that he wants to reach. Doesn't matter to me if it's one. It doesn't matter to me if it's a million. I am a apostle. And my job is to spread the word and spread the good news. Guys, I want to talk to you about something. I I come on here every week, and like I said, man, I've been doing this for about seven years now. And I tell you that my job Is not to convince you to change your beliefs. Uh, My job is not to convince you to accept uh, Jesus Christ in your life. Um, My job is not to hit you over the head with a Bible. My job is to come on here week in, week out and tell you the impact uh, that God had on my life when I turned my life over to him. That's my job. That's what I do. Um, and I don't try to talk you into anything. I don't try to influence you. I've never done that because uh, God has made it clear that whether or not you believe in him and whether or not he is the focus and the central point of your life, that is for you to decide. That is called a freedom. That is your freedom. That is your right to decide. That is your freedom of choice. And uh, I am not here to talk you into anything. And I do, I do want to address something and it's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about faith, bro, and I want to talk about what faith really is. And I want to talk about a firm hold on the rock where you believe in your heart of hearts without a shadow of a doubt, you believe in our Lord and Savior, and you know, bro, that's a tough thing to do because you're being asked to believe in something that you can't touch, you can't see, um, you can't feel, you can't smell, and you're, at, you're being asked to believe in that with all your heart and soul. But let me tell you something, when you are a Christian, uh, there are no questions asked. You believe with all your heart and soul. There is no doubt. You just know that God is the ruler of his kingdom, and I am here to glorify him, and I am here to glorify that kingdom. And I want to talk about faith today, guys, because I get so many DMs, Emails every week uh, from people in peril and going through a tough time in their life. And they want to talk to me. And I have to tell these people with all the love in my heart, I'm not the person to talk to. I, I'm I'm just I'm the messenger. I am not the person who can help you. That's God. You're, you're coming to the wrong person. I am a human being just like you. I am flawed just like you. I am a sinner just like you. Uh, there is only one God. And if you're looking for help, that's where you have to turn. I can't help you. I am a mere mortal human being just like you. And it's funny, man. When when I when I have these conversations with some people back and forth, immediately I can sense a total total lack of faith. The faith that you one hundred percent believe in God in Christ is it's not there, and I I see it immediately. And that's when I tell people you have to believe wholeheartedly with your heart and soul. No questions asked. And you can't question, uh, is God listening to me? Is God going to answer me? You can't question that. You have to know that that's going to happen. I get from a lot of people too, Vince, yes, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray. God is not answering me. God does not work on our time. God works on his time. But if you have all the faith in the world, you know that God is going to answer your prayers. You can't put a timetable on God. You know, the Bible tells you, you know, be still and listen and be still and know that I am God. So if you're questioning that God hasn't answered you quick enough, then there is a lack of faith on your part. And if there is any lack of faith, there is a misconnection with God. You cannot doubt God for a second. And if you don't believe in him wholeheartedly, you're not not getting a hookup. You're questioning. You're doubting. He's not answering me quick enough. Why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? You don't question that. You have total trust and total faith in God. And you know he's overseeing you. You know he knows you inside and out. You know he's taking care of it. You know you're going through this valley for a reason. You don't question it, bro. And that's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about today. I wanted to talk about faith. What does the Bible say about faith? Hebrews 11.1. 1 tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That's what I just said. Being sure of what we hope for and we are certain, without a shadow of a doubt, of what we do not see. Perhaps no other component of a Christian life is more important than faith. We cannot purchase it, sell it, or give it to our friends. So what is faith and what role does faith play in the Christian life? The dictionary defines faith as belief in, devotion to, or trust in somebody or something, especially without logical proof. It also defines faith as belief in and devotion to God. The Bible has much more to say about faith and how important it is. In fact, it is so important that without faith, we have no place with God. What did I just say? Without faith, we're not hooking up. We have no place with God, and it is impossible to please Him. Hebrews 11.6, according to the Bible, faith is belief in the one true God without actually seeing Him. So where does faith come from? Faith is not something we conjure up on our own, nor is it something we are born with, nor is faith a result of diligence in study or pursuit of the spiritual. Ephesians 2, 8-9, make it clear that faith is a gift from God not because we deserve it, have earned it, or are worthy to have it. It is not from ourselves. It is from God. So that's what I mean about knowing you have absolute faith without a shadow of a doubt. You don't question it because that faith is so strong that that faith comes from God. If you're doubting it, that's not coming from God. It is not obtained by our power or our free will. Faith is simply giving to us by God along with his grace and mercy according to his holy plan and purpose. And because of that, he gets the glory. So what that is saying is faith is God-given. God instills in us no questions asked. We believe in you 1,000% without seeing you without feeling you, without touching you, we know you are there. No questions asked. You question that, then your faith is not coming from God because you never, ever question that faith. Why have faith? God designed a way to distinguish between those who belong to him and those who don't, and it is called faith. Very simply, we need faith to please God. God tells us that it pleases Him that we believe in Him, even though we cannot see Him. A key part of Hebrews 11.6 tells us that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. This is not to say that we have faith in God just to get something from Him. However, God loves to bless those who are obedient and faithful. You're seeing that word faithful over and over and over again. We see a perfect example of this in Luke 7.50. Jesus is engaged in dialogue with a sinful woman when he gives us a glimpse of why faith is so rewarding. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. The woman believed in Jesus Christ by faith and he rewarded her for it. Finally, faith is what sustains us to the end, knowing that by faith we will be in heaven with God for all eternity. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an expressible and glorious joy for you are receiving the goal of your faith the salvation of your souls. That is 1 Peter 1, to 8-9. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an expressionable and glorious joy, for you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Let me give you a little example of faith. are you starting to get in the are you starting to get the picture now? You can't question faith, and if you are questioning it, then it is not coming from God and if you are questioning it and there is any doubt you are not hooking up with God and I get that a lot man I see it I see it I can see those who have faith compared to those that don't because I see the questions and I see the lack of belief. Here are some examples of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the faith chapter. So you might want to go read that. Hebrews chapter 11, because it in great deeds of faith are described. By faith, Abel offered a pleasing sacrifice to the Lord. By faith, Noah prepared the ark in a time when rain was unknown. By faith, Abraham left his home and obeyed God's commands to go. He knew not where, then willingly offered up his promised son. By faith, Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt. By faith, Rahab received the spies of Israel and saved her life. Many more heroes of the faith are mentioned who thought faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised. Who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of flames, and escaped the edge of the sword? whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign enemies, verses 33 to 34. Clearly, the existence of faith is demonstrated by action. That is so powerful, bro. Many more heroes of the faith are mentioned who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, gained what was promised, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battles and routed foreign armies. Wow, that is strong. That is powerful as a writer. I can really admire and love those words. According to the Bible, faith is essential to Christianity. Without demonstrating faith and trust in God, we have no place with Him. Without absolute faith and trust in God, we don't have a place with Him. We believe in God's existence by faith. Most people have a vague, disjointed notion of who God is, but lack the reverence necessary for his exalted position in their lives. Most people have a vague, disjointed notion of who God is, but they lack the uh, reverence necessary Reverence necessary for his exalted position in their lives. Those people lack the true faith needed to have an eternal relationship with God who loves them. Our faith faith can falter at times, but because it is the gift of God given to his children, he provides times of trial and testing in order to prove that our faith is real and to sharpen and straighten it. So it's saying right there that God provides us the trials and tribulations, the ups and downs in order to provide that our faith is real and to sharpen our strength in it so we don't waver. I believe in God today, but I don't believe in Him tomorrow. I believe in God in this instance, but I don't believe in Him in that instance. This is why James tells us, my favorite book, Consider it pure joy when we fall into trials because the testing of our faith produces perseverance and matures us, providing the evidence that our faith is real. That is my favorite book, James. Consider it pure joy when we fall into trials, hard times, because the testing of our faith provides perseverance, and matures us, providing the evidence that our faith is real. That is some really, really powerful stuff. And guys, James also tells you about you can't be wishy-washy. I believe today, I don't believe it tomorrow. Faith is 100% faith, 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 faith. And I am always open to talking to people. But I am not the one that can help you. I am just like you. We are brothers. We are flawed. You would not come to me if you absolutely, without a doubt, 100% had faith in God then you know he is the one you go to. That is the man. And you can't waver. If you waver, there is no relationship. Faith is based on the strongest, committed, non-doubting, belief, 1,000% belief in all your heart and all your soul in something you cannot see. That is a strong faith. And when you have that type of faith, you know God is in control of your life. You know God is leading the way. You know, it's the old everything happens for a reason. You believe everything happens for a reason when God is in control. We just talked about the ups and the downs. The ups and the downs happen for a reason because God is in control. And the downs, the downs are where we really show that conviction and we really show that faith. How many people are so quick to say, "In a down time, there is no God. When that is the time, as James said, that is the time when God is going to build your perseverance, when He's going to build your maturity. He's not going to do that at a high, He's going to do it at a low. That is a test. Everything happens for a reason. Do you believe in me or don't you? That is the test, that is the question because I'm going to be blunt here. God is not God is not going to put the effort in you and God is not going to put the time into you if you don't believe in him. And God gave you that gift to believe in him, commit to him. That's why I tell you guys, when you hit that low, when, you, when you're when you writing to me, when there is an issue and there is a problem, the question should be, God, what are you trying to show me here? What can I take from this to build my perseverance? What can I take from this to build my maturity? Those are the most valuable times, bro. And those are the times when a lot of people quit. A lot of people tap out. And a lot of times it's because things are not happening in in your time. Well, that's what the Bible says about perseverance. God is trying to teach you to persevere. And part of that perseverance is the faith. And God wants to see how deep that faith is. And I tell you guys, when I wrap up every show, all you have to do is ask. If you want that faith wholeheartedly, you want that belief. All you have to do is ask. And don't ask me. Ask God. He's there. He's waiting. The bridge has been built. You just need to go from one side of it to the other. Absolute faith. Without faith, there's no faith. You can't have a little faith. You are all in or you're all out. That's life, everybody. Do you believe or don't you believe? That's really what it all comes down to. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over that is my story to tell that's life